regular features, a regular, regular, regular features, a regular, regular, regular features, a regular features. We don't normally come out this early, but Matt decided to go to the toilet, so we wanted to expose him for the human, frail person that he is. What, what is it? Piss or shit? Only time will tell. How long? <laughs> Bets. How long is he going to take? Seven and a half minutes. Incorrect. He's here right now. Well, this is special. You guys are bastards. Hey, Matt gets an individual cheer. We fucked it. Bullshit. Steve, go off and come back on again. Hang on while I do this. No, we'll not entertain these people with the opportunities (laughs) to clap further. I will not entertain these. Oh. Oh. Thank you. You've created a monster. (laughs) A monster with lovely hair. <laughs> Jesus. Hey. We are missing out on this action. We've fucked it. <laughs> We've essentially had a third of a clap each. <laughs> Fuck you, Doug. <laughs> Don't you dare. I bought a prop. Do it for me now. <laughs> oh. How about Matt Lees, everybody? <laughs> You're only You're as good as your last chair, you shit loser. <laughs> I already, I already did, did one. One a night. Come on. I got two. No, I'm winning. Hair no, got one. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Jesus. Thank you. It's like what Beetlejuice. What an amazing Thun- audience yeah. we have tonight. Am I right, guys? <laughs> oh, I, did you want us to clap? <laughs> <laughs> How's everyone doing? Welcome to episode 236 of the Regular Features Podcast. Oh, they're crawling by the minute, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. It feels like years ago. Is it not 300 yet? No, we numbers not have stopped to 300. Sense? I remember when we did 50, that felt like a big deal. Now it's like, ah, oh, when do we get to 1,000? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be dead. We will be How dead. many features have we done about episode 1,000 of Regular Features? I reckon there's at least four. Where we're all old. <laughs> what an absurdly high number that is. Yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> well, that's that. Bye. <laughs> Slump. Uh, are we going to do a feature then? No. Does anyone have anything to start with? I was going to ask how you all are. Oh, I remember. I remember that. Log. Do you remember last week when I was, we did the feature where it necessarily started off? with um, pretending to do a fake start for the podcast. I forgot to tell you about me meeting a regular Features fan on the streets of Balham. You did. This yeah. is <laughs> you haven't heard this story from me before, and this sounds really good fun. Well, it was... <laughs> basically, I was hanging around by a crossing because I'd seen an enormous pair of calves. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and what, the, all... the cows or the legs? <laughs> and it's just like, that's unreal. I can't tell if that person is disgusting or hot. So I need to hang around and get a full, a full appraisal so I know whether to be aroused for the next two minutes or not. Like, that's all good porn, though, isn't and it? It's one of those it's one of the times where I'm really glad to be a gay man, because if I was straight, I'd be creepy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then while I was doing that, this gentleman came up and interrupted me, and because I had nothing else to say, I said, oh, hi, I was just looking at that man's calves. <laughs> then followed him down the street for five minutes and gave him half a Kinder Bueno. <laughs> Because what, the man with the calves or the man? I don't know, it all blurred into one. <laughs> what did he look like, this man? He was a nice fella, about late 20s or 30s, and he worked on the latest Ed Sheeran video. And he's in the audience tonight. <laughs> Ed Sheeran, yes. That's... No, apparently it's, a, it's the first thing he's ever done that's been seen a lot, and it was a one-shot video, so it showed off precisely none of his video editing skills. Welsh so, yeah. pantry so, pasties. <laughs> 
Was it Welsh Pantry Pasties? His new song that you wrote. <laughs> In jokes. Not, I don't, even I don't remember writing that. Not as popular a feature as I remember it being. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it might be. I thought one. He's obviously not a, a vicar, but I thought it might be a vicar. Because I what? Because there's a, there's there's a vicar in my area, hot vicars in your yep, area, yep. <laughs> and I had an experience once where a guy just got on a bus and sat next to me and said, "Hello, are you Matt?" and and then talked to me for a while about stuff, and then just said, "Well, anyway, repent." <laughs> yeah. When you say when you say a vicar said talk to you about stuff, that's about hell. <laughs> no, no, it was it was kind of lovely because then I was like, "Oh, so where are you going?" And actually, like he basically said, "Oh, actually, like I just saw you on the bus, so I just got on the bus." <laughs> Oh, Jesus. But no, it was fine, because basically he just got on the bus for a couple of stops and then got off. Because like, all he had to do that day, I think, was walk to a, his church and do some church stuff. So well, I think he's his boss, so he's just like, well, fuck it, I'm just going to get on a bus for 20 minutes. Well, Between you and God, he's made a life of following things for no reason. <laughs> naughty. Oh, did you really say that, you <laughs> naughty prophet? <laughs> Boo, God. Boo. Who else hates God, all right? Well, that's getting everybody warmed up for my feature. <laughs> Log, you're going to do a feature? Oh, re- sweat on. Does your feature doesn't involve your puppet, does it? I hope not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for the audience at home, Log is wearing a sock puppet on his Oh, yeah, hand. he's got a puppet. It's more elaborate than a sock puppet. Oh, it's got Google one, eyes. Before we do get on with my feature, I do... There you go. That's right, you help. It's like a jump puppet. <laughs> it's thick. Um, I was saying to Log before this started, this is, as, this is dangerously close to wholesome comedy for him. <laughs> it's freaking me out. The problem with this puppet is... Take that away from me like a naughty puppet. puppet. This puppet's got cardboard bits there, so you can't make him draw his lip back and look like an angry emu. (laughs) (laughs) Which probably explains why it only cost 15 quid from fucking Toys R Us. And if you do worry that this is all a bit too wholesome for Log, I should point out that before all of you came in this room, he was using the hand puppet to suck off a sword. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 He's going to do it now. So if you're listening to the podcast... Well, make them work for it. I I forgot that there was a starting state for my feature, and I needed to initiate it. Yeah, before before we launch this, if you do try to accost me on the street, as I proved with that gentleman, I will walk with you for longer than you are comfortable with. So um, don't do that. Anyway, anyway, anyway. It starts to read. I love puppets. But every now and then... Flawless. That is written down. Every now and then you put a puppet on your wrist and find something special happens. Take Dennis Patterson here. When I slid my hand into his vacant guts, I discovered the first ever puppet that talks exactly like me. (laughs) That's right. Hello, everyone. I'm Dennis Patterson. And do you know what I like more than anything? Swashbuckling and snooker. Oh, you like swashbuckling, do you? Yes. <laughs> I d- After all, I do have a four-quid foam sword in my mouth. I should fucking say I like swashbuckling. I mean, otherwise it's just a pointless prop, isn't it? Four quid down the spunker on a foam sword. And what kind of clueless prick would just walk around Toys R Us just buying props to distract people from the shoddy content <laughs> of their feature? <laughs> He doesn't he does have the habit of staring at me like he's in love with me. It's a habit of just resting on your knee while you read. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I actually put more effort into my puppet work when I was doing silly squid and... <laughs> yeah, even you were shot. wibbling them around. There's no one in the room apart from us. <laughs> Fundamentally misunderstanding the format of the podcast. The medium through which people oh. can hear this. <laughs> what did I say? I'm not drunk enough to be efficient. 
<laughs> oh, Dennis Patterson, you really do say the unsayable and occasionally break the fourth wall. Anyway, that's not why I came here tonight. I have come... <laughs> that's the puppet. You don't speak with a squeak at the end of every open and mouth close. You've, You've lied. <laughs> I've, been, I've been really trying not to press it so hard that it triggers the squeak. <laughs> but now you're nervous that you're being made to talk along but, with it. But then, at, the, at some point later on in the script, I do refer to his squeaker, so you need to know he's got one. Right. I love that you've made the puppet have the same voice as you for, for ease. And, but if you're listening back to this, there's just no way of telling. <laughs> Well, occasionally says Dennis Patterson, so it's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay, it's still a so bit of a CSI job, isn't it? I'll do this last line again then. Okay. Anyway, that's not why I, Dennis Patterson, have come here tonight. I've come to defeat the three eldritch lords of snooker and finally elevate myself to snooker godhood. Well, I hope me and my friends can help you in this thrilling adventure. That one was Log. Right, chums? <laughs> right, well, I hope me, Log, and my friends, three friends... Can help you. First stop, Christ. Hurricane Higgins. That's fixed. It's fine okay, now. Good. Shall we break this up amongst the other features? <laughs> <laughs> no. You can't do that every time you have a weak feature, though. Oh, it's, it's not so much a weak feature. I'm sweating so much it's going into my eyeballs. <laughs> Come on, it's, it's going well. Tomorrow. Is it, is it oh. an overly insulated puppet? <laughs> No, I think I think that I think that's the best way to do my feature. <laughs> because it's so bad it's gonna get interrupted and it's just gonna take a long time. So just you guys go. Next. Next feature! Jingle. Okay. No, we can't write. Wasn't expecting this. <laughs> Are we doing a jingle? I wanna do the Hurricane Higgins thing. It sounds exciting. Does this even make sense with the number of Snooker matches there are. There's three snooker matches, yes. Let's oh, let yeah. the audience decide. Would yeah. you like Log to continue his feature? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, I can do oh. features all night long if I need to. Stop flirting with the audience, Sorry. Steve. But I knew who that was. All right. This is right then. <laughs> and I'm on to him. <laughs> shush, shush, shush right this so far has been more shouts of what from the audience than any live show I've been involved in. <laughs> right. So, what, are I doing mine or are you doing yours? It turns out they cheered. Did you, Good. Did you want this, me? Yes. Carry, right, on, carry on then. Oh no, you're losing conviction. <laughs> whoa, whoa, go. I'm waiting for you to. Okay, cool. To your feature. <laughs> I'm holding your script. <laughs> okay. Do I need a fucking the puppet? Yes, yeah, if you would. <laughs> the first. So began the first. Snooker match between Dennis Patterson and Hurricane Higgins. There can only be one Hurricane Higgins born to every generation. When it is this time is for one Hurricane Higgins... This is a voice to you or the puppet. This is the narrator. Okay. Dramatic it's, narrator. Sorry, right. It's fine. Joseph. I'm done now. <laughs> when it is time for one Hurricane Higgins to retire, he spins around really fast and doesn't stop until the next Hurricane Higgins snatches his snooker cue off of him. During this cocoon phase, the rules of snooker are temporarily lifted. <laughs> you can climb onto the table and kick the balls. The blue ball is worth 20 points. And even if you lose, you can just say you won and no one can do anything about it. <laughs> Behold, I am Hurricane Higgins. Who dares enter my cavern and disturbs my timeless slumber? It is I, Dennis Patterson. And by the powers vested in me, by the ratification of the Meta Snooker Consortium, I challenge you to a big game of snooker on an oil rig. 
Wait a shit-fingered minute. <laughs> You're a fucking puppet. You, you would have have, you'd have to hold the cue in your mouth, meaning you couldn't look where you were hitting the ball. Speaking as an experienced human snooker man, Hurricane Higgins, I like my chances. <laughs> Come on then, Higgins. Rack them up and let's snooker. Hurricane Higgins prowls the snooker table, giggling and slobbering all over over the snooker balls and moving the sliders on the scoreboard like he's twiddling a pair of horizontally mobile nipples. His thighs ratchet open and shut like with a sickening crunch. And you notice that a weak spot on his temples flashes red for five seconds every time he says snooker. (laughs) Come on, Donald Patterson. It's time for you to play your first hit of the balls at snooker. Gavin and Joe and Steve. (laughs) It is decision time. It is time to get snookering. Do you try to pot a red ball with a view to potting more balls overall over a long period of snooker? Or do you aim the white fouling ball at Hurricane Higgins' forehead? Well, he's just said the word snooker, so it sounds like his defences are down. He might be, you might be able to win a game of snooker at him. I'm going to poke that cue ball right towards his temples. I'm with Steve. Very good. (laughs) That's that's cut out a whole three lines of dialogue. (laughs) Uh, get on my hand, you damn puppet. <laughs> One thing I learned from that snooker dojo in the Himalayas was to think of the snooker balls as big round fists which you can put in a sock and fuck up your opponent. <laughs> Take that, you massive Higgins bow, big bow sexual. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! The impact has staggered me, which in turn has caused me to spin around. This has triggered my cocoon state. All of the rules of snooker are in flux. You drop the blue ball in the pocket for 40 points and declare yourself the winner and grab Higgins's cue. Congratulations, you are now Hurricane Higgins. Sweet! <laughs> now let's fuck up that ponce off of Big Break, John Virgo! <laughs> now, do you want to break yet? <laughs> I like the look of this bit because it's got me in it. <laughs> So is, is he assuming the forms of these snooker champions as he beats them? Well, we grabbed Hurricane Higgins' cue during his cocoon state, which meant that we are this generation's Hurricane Higgins. Yeah. Okay. God knows we need one. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we're off to play John Virgo. John Virgo can only assume human form and play snooker on a hollow deck. He insists on complete control over the holodeck program and abuses this power by dropping hollow pubes onto his opponent's tongs during a tricky shot. If you, compl- if you complain, he just says, well, lol, what are you even doing with pubes in your mouth? And everyone knows he put them there, but he won't admit it, and it's really unfair. His only weak spot is that he's also a million-year-old virgin because the misprogrammed holodeck safety protocol won't let him put his big stardust willy into bums, fannies, or mouths. <clears throat> so there you go. That's your opponent. <laughs> <laughs> also, I am. When he entered Virgo into the holodeck simulation thing, it probably assumed that was his preference. That he was a permanent Virgo. He started off being a constellation. He started off in the script being a sentient constellation. I am John Virgo, and this is my holodeck. I don't remember what he sounds like. You dare to challenge me to a game of infinite hollow snooker? I don't remember what he sounds like either, but I think that's pretty good. Mm, yeah. 
Yeah. And I'm going to beat you like I beat your bum chum, <laughs> the previous Hurricane Higgins. But you are a puppet. You lack a second hand to stabilise the queue or to utilise the rest. I will accept your foolish challenge, if only to see you hold the snooker queue like a big flute or a long cigar. <laughs> John Virgo looks unflappable, but you notice that the mention of bum chums makes his weak spot flash red. His weak spot? The weak spot. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> it would appear he has celestial blue balls. <laughs> that was from the time when he used to be a constellation. <laughs> Do you, A, play a snooker shot, attempting to pot a red ball in the hope that it contributes to a total score that is higher than John Virgo's, or do you, B, position yourself on a couple of snooker balls so they look like you've got big red puppet nuts? <laughs> That's a chant of puppet nuts. Yeah. Chants always win. <laughs> Even it's if puppet they're... nuts o'clock, baby. <laughs> puppet nuts. Puppet nuts. Puppet nuts. Puppet nuts. Puppet nuts. Hey! Check out my swollen spunkers, Virgo. Quit chalking your tip and slip me some dick. <laughs> what was that dick? I missed it. <laughs> I don't think Ooh. you could buy dicks in Toys R Us, Steve. <laughs> As luck would have it, the holodeck safety protocols don't apply to puppets. And before you know it, John Virgo has got his chunky celestial meters bloating you from hoop to squeaker. <laughs> Virgo ejaculates after a perfectly acceptable and not even amusing period of time. And it doesn't just fill you with starges, it resolves the very paradox of his existence. Thank you, Puppet Hurricane Higgins. I can now take human form and leave the hollow crucible. I will think of you every time I wank into a sock. You notice wryly that he is already wanking into a sock. It is now time to enter the Temple of Snooker and face your last opponent, Steve Davis himself. Uh, God, that's me again. I'd give myself a lot of lines, haven't I? (laughs) (laughs) You enter the Temple of Snooker. It is time to face the final snooker lord, Steve Davis. But something is wrong. There has been a mix-up at the Davis dispatch area from which all Davises are dispatched. Sitting on the snooker throne is a topless, muscular Jim Davis. Jim Davis, the man who invented Garfield. He may not have been the first person to notice that the word diet begins with the word die, but he was the first person to attribute that observation to a cat. (laughs) Dancing across his taut skin is every Garfield he has ever drawn. His living tattoo, instant retribution by the universe for what he has done. You are not a lord of snooker. I have no quarrel with you. Well, if this doesn't put the vinegar in the salad dressing, I'll be a tinker's poopsie if I know what's going on. (laughs) The Garfields covering his body are enraged, boiling the skin in an attempt to escape. But Jim Davis himself remains affable. (laughs) Do you, A, well, you came to snooker and snooker you must, challenge Jim Davids to a big snooker. Or B, check today's Garfield strip. Do snooker. Mm. Strip. That's strip. That's, that's my we thing. We stripping. <laughs> well, that's you, two to you, one on stripping. You came no, this I... far, you avoided my 
asides when you chose not to play snooker. So if you're, if you're really going the fastest path, <laughs> just check the Garfield strip. <laughs> <laughs> They're too late! With the power of Hurricane Higgins and the spirit of John Virgo steadying your cue in ways that your wool body cannot, you comfortably beat Jim Davis. But this victory fails to cause the snooker quickening, and you do not ascend to Green Bay's godhood. Godhood. So there's only one thing left to do, and leaves me with more things to say. I am bored of my own voice. <laughs> I, I could, why didn't I give my puppet a different voice? <laughs> you check today's Garfield. It is, three pan- it is three panels, as Garfield always is, except on the Colour Weekend strip. It is just Steve Davis's face. You leap into the cartoon, like the Take On Me video, and twat him with a wrench. <laughs> the power of snooker courses through your veins. You are finally the god of snooker. Liz, the vet from Garfield who John Arbuckle fancies, throws her arms around you and slips you the tongue. Nermal, the cute kitten that Garfield hates, climbs onto your lap and starts purring. With all the Garfields trapped in Jim Davis' skin in the real world, this is a peaceful place of harmony. <laughs> Odie slobbers happily, his tormentor gone. You decide to stay here, happy at last. I do like a happy ending. Don't you, Dennis Patterson? I love you, Log. You're my best friend. And I love you too, Dennis Patterson, the puppet with my voice. <laughs> Hot in here? Or do you just lose a lot of heat from your hand? <laughs> I love when you said you are the god of snooker and someone went, yay! <laughs> like they were really vested in it. They were like, I'm oh, so sorry <laughs> for making you care. <laughs> you throw my script away after I gave it to you. <laughs> Let's face it, we can all go home. <laughs> right, everyone. I've been watching web videos, and I saw one that was particularly interesting. Um, I've not told anyone on the panel what the web video was, unfortunately. The panel. The panel. (laughs) Because um, we don't have the technology to show dope web web videos on stage. And so what I did was I sat in the pub, and I watched it nine times, and I transcribed it in full. (laughs) And now, me and the panel are going to read... A transcript of this dope web video. The, the one thing I will admit to in the transcription is that my part is actually conflating two smaller parts because I didn't want to invite any of you on stage to have a small part. Oh, but they're, they're good. I know, but there would be a very small part for them to come up for. Do you see? I considered it, and then I rescinded that offer out of pleasure for them. <laughs> what, is, is, I like that it, this is some sort of... Viral video that it's you It's a love. viral video that I watched and transcribed, and we're going to do it. And is the, the goal or the, the trick goal. Is, is to maybe know what it is? At the end, you will all guess what it is, and if none of you get it, uh. the, the audience will get some guesses. Okay. Now let's have a good old chat. <laughs> let's. Everyone check under your seats. This You've is all be... got a microphone tonight. It, start, <laughs> it starts in media res with Locke. What's in media res? What the Where it's halfway through a scene that has already begun. Oh, right, okay. Why don't you just say that then? What You're... the hell? <laughs> Someone studied stuff. <laughs> Good one, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, the burns. <laughs> dude! Do, do you want me to do a voice at all? I do whatever you like, whatever feels good. Do want, I'll do it in the puppet's voice. <laughs> dude! Whatever will absorb the shit, okay? Fuck you, man. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to... 
If it's in. You have to, like, twist your... Yep, yep. You're doing a good job, Ethan. You're doing a great job. Okay, we're going to keep you up. I'm going to help you up. Oh, I don't think it's in my butt anymore. It's... <gasps> Whoa! Can you read the words on this? Yep. Oh, I can. Two words. Is it? Is it in your butt? Yeah. I don't know. Can you... Filming this. I can't see. There's, there's not... It's not going in, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I can feel the liquid in there. It's coming slow, but it's... Yeah, I don't think it's, like, taking very... I feel like we might need another another can. <laughs> oh, my God! Does it, does it feel good? Are you chill? Well, it, feel, it feels cold. So that's kind of nice. Is it inside you? I hope this does more than the NyQuil. I will, I will put it... Okay, end scene. That's the end of the video. What now, the fuck did we just read? Exactly. <laughs> Number one, what happens when you transcribe a, a video of real people talking is nothing makes sense anymore. Um, so, does anyone know what was going on in the video? Is it a Dana snuff film? It's not a Dana <laughs> snuff film. We've all got one guess. Was it on YouTube? It wasn't on YouTube. But, oh no, it has since been mirrored on YouTube. Steve is properly like Sherlocking uh, this. All the words. Like, is it some sort of um, like a like frat boys pouring beer in a funnel down someone's asshole? It's very, very close. Yes. Like butt chugging. Are it they butt is chugging? Something? A video of butt chugging, but in fact, it is a group of straight edge girls pouring Mountain Dew through a water bottle into a woman's ass. Does she know what's happening. She straight does. <laughs> she loves it. And she became famous. She does. She became fam- internet famous in 2015. She's called Lil Baby Bitch. <laughs> and she became famous in 2015 and was interviewed by BuzzFeed for both of these events. The first time she chugged NyQuil, thus the reference to NyQuil. The second time, Mountain Dew. I'm just going to bring up my article about this. The article I saw it in was on a uh, sensationalist micro news website called Slappity. <laughs> and the headline was New Disturbing Viral Trend Has Girls Chugging Mountain Dew With Their Booty Holes. <laughs> uh, to explain this video, uh, there's a woman wearing bunny ears uh, holding another woman up in a handstand position by her legs. And um, she already has the bottle full of Mountain Dew shoved firmly into her ass. And it's not really going down very quickly, and everyone seems quite annoyed. Because you got to pop it's a hole on the top of yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, they've, they've never. I don't know. <laughs> Basic physics. Come on. It's a good video. It's about butt chugging, and basically, I was interested in it, and then I realised that there was a sensationalist media response to it. Goodness me! And I realised that everyone had written about it, and I'd like us all to read out some sensationalist news about it, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're going to read. This is from the Daily Express. Okay. This has been a startling That's on the floor. This is from the Guardian, because you oh, wrote for them. Just the hole go. This is from Cosmo. And I'm going to yeah. read. You've I'm not sure how happy the Guardian would be for me to be representing them in this context. Well, this comment is free. Daily Express, number one. <clears throat> Bad trend is a bum deal for teen party women. Girls up and down the country are sticking bottles down their dresses to join in the sickening new trend of bum-sucking. If you didn't already notice through context and all the sexy pictures we printed, these teen tearaways are risking life, limb, and a good husband by defying (laughs) gravity and the Lord. 
to get upside down, pouring Tizer or something up their own cavities, then letting it slosh for hours or even weeks inside their two small guts in the hope of birthing what cool tweens are already calling a stinky sugar baby. (laughs) They even post videos of the act on the net for the pleasure of sicko predator pervs in Germany. (laughs) Kid code for a bum-sucking party is getting fizzy in the downwards wigwam. (laughs) If you find a computer screen with those words inside, make sure to smash it up, get the words out, and send them to an MP. (laughs) As the Daily Express. Uh, This was followed up shortly by a rebuttal from the Guardian comment is free section. Um, about the butt chugging. Is craze. it from Polly Toynbee? <laughs> is from Polly Toynbee. Butt chugging. Are we just being a bit anal about this? <laughs> um, sure. Mm. When my 14 year old daughter told me that she'd put cream soda up her ass on a lark, I was dismayed. Then I remembered that punk had happened. <laughs> <laughs> when Judy Dench kick-flipped a gimp straight into Alan Gentob's straight ass on BBC One back in those wilder days. Everybody earned the right to do what they want, when they want, into any hole they have or own permission for. If we give in to the right media's rectal hysteria just because we cannot imagine a Fentiman's bottle in our own bungholes, <laughs> we risk becoming the Yentobs of our day. And so... I flipped my daughter upside down right then and there, bought her a small watering can, and sent out a Facebook event invite to all of her friends. Why don't you, or are you too square? It was The Guardian. Uh, that was followed up shortly by um, the sort of magazine, the wider press, uh, the trends press, um, taking this up as a sort of call célèbre. And, um, <laughs> and obviously butt chugging became huge. Everyone's heard about it. And then um, we started getting sort of cliques forming in the butt-chugging trend sort of circles, and everyone wanted to know how to butt-chug right. And yeah, because so, the ancient Egyptians used to butt-chug, and it was a cleansing ritual. And yeah, was... and, but we kind of perverted that a bit, and that's fine. But then when you get people sort of sneering at other people for how they're butt-chugging, yeah. and like mm. that all just causes a lot like of Like with the Greeks, when they were like, they butt-chug for fun, and then women for business. Exactly, and it wasn't fair. <laughs> um, and so to take the power back, Cosmo started printing tips for how to butt-chug well. And uh, Log's going to read out one like of those I feel like it's a waste of time out. putting this on my mouth. <laughs> get his ankles. <laughs> Eight tips to make your next butt chug cool and classy. Of course you've been butt chugging, but have you been butt chugging right? Here's how to impress while you depress a quart of liquid down your personal mine shaft. (laughs) One, put wires or lolly sticks down the sides of your dress to help it stay in shape and style when you're upside down. This is called a chug buttress. No matter what you're chugging, bring your own reusable bottle to make sure your ass looks stylish and conscientious. Get two friends to hold you up, one for each leg, so that together you look like a big letter M. The M stands for magnifique. (laughs) Four, never use a funnel in case someone shouts speculum at you and the whole party rushes over to get a look down it. Not cool, not classy. Five. Do giggle throughout the chug like a scandalized but flattered debutante. 
<laughs> Scandalised but flattered, debutante. <laughs> Six. Dave Butant. Dave Butant. Who's he? Dave. He's the big YouTube star of the butt chugging scene. <laughs> Six. Don't scream throughout the chug, like when you found a colony of moths in your butt chug bottle. <laughs> oh. Seven. If you have the flexibility, bend forwards and pour an acquaintance a drink out of your asshole straight afterwards. They will appreciate the gesture. Eight. Don't sit down for 30 minutes for fear of the green spill. And have fun! (laughs) (laughs) And of course, the butt-chugging craze came to an end uh, Mm. with this harrowing story from the BBC. This is the BBC. A man has died after teenagers invited him to join in on the so-called butt-chugging craze. Pedro Almond, now 46, had agreed to have a blended juice drink poured into his anus, but an unblended lemon wedged sideways in his sphincter and could not be loosed. The panicked party attendees, who cannot be named for legal reasons, poured miracle grow plant food solution over the lemon in the hope that it would be lubricated and freed. But this inadvertently caused an exposed seed to sprout, and a tree grew through the length of Almond's body. One witness said, it looked like he'd been crucified from the inside. <laughs> Paramedics arrived on the scene, but Almond was too far gone and simply asked to be cut down and turned into wood chipping for a playground. <laughs> uh, so butt chugging came to an end, and now all the children are doing moon fucking. So that's the end of that. Bye. There was a moment when you said that all the major news outlets had covered it that I just suddenly thought, I'm old. <laughs> like, I've never heard of this. And it wasn't true. I did it. I You're did not it. old, Matt. You're still in touch. <laughs> Look at your Thanks hair. Thanks, okay. older man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand a word you say. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> hey, Steve. <laughs> I'm conscious we haven't done any jingles tonight at all. Walking on the beaches, looking at the features. Hey, walking over there. Looking at the fisherman. Fisherman. Come What a fun bit of nonsense that is. It's like watching the smile sessions. Just really understanding how it all came together. I went out for a drink at Lead Bellies of Canada Water. I don't know if you guys have been there. It's a trendy bar for young people where I like to go. (laughs) And a man beckoned me over and I began talking to him. He told me he had a husband and children. I said, no, you don't. And he said, yes, I do. Not by any means I recognize. <laughs> um, I was with my friends, and we were all talking to this, this man. And he took out his phone and said, here's a picture of my husband and my children. And it was a picture of him and his husband on all fours <laughs> with the kids on the back like horses. And it was a professionally taken photograph. But it had, like, stock photo watermarks over it. And I was really quite drunk. And I was like, you didn't paint. I'm like... Those are made-up children. <laughs> like, why are you trying to trick me? Like, that's a stock photo. And he was like, 
that's an outrageous thing to say to someone showing you pictures of their children. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's outrageous to pretend that you have children. Wait, so he, he was in the stock photo, though? He was, yes. He looked like Heston Blumenthal. Oh. That's unmistakable. <laughs> he was also in the picture. So I thought, why would you Photoshop your face onto a stock photograph of I two Indian boys? You sure he hasn't riding got, like, you around? I would have just, I would have shouted at him to get on all fours and prove that he looked like that. Yeah. He hasn't got some of that like stock photo watermark wallpaper in his house, has he? Maybe that's very be popular it. at the moment. Yeah, like I, I stock <laughs> is plastered up his walls. Yeah, that really fuck with people. Like, I do it. Well, what the fuck? <laughs> Did you get to the bottom of it? Is that not the feature? Oh, no. Like, I was really drunk, and I managed to show me pictures of the children that he's very proud of. <laughs> but what was the... What? What? I'm just making... <laughs> I'm just making conversation. <laughs> if this is the new fucking bird story, I'm going to be pissed off. <laughs> Surely there must have been some res- like resolution. You look at it closer and it's not a stock photo or it no, is? No, I mean, it probably was. <laughs> a pro- stock photo or a real photo? Real photo. Right. Probably, uh, then why does it have the watermarks? two children. Because he clearly went to get some photog- for, prote- professional photography taken of him and his beautiful family. And they sent him the preview image. And he didn't. And he just had, and he had that. But I wouldn't show that off to people, the preview image. Here's a preview of my family. I wouldn't take photos. <laughs> That's essentially all ultrasounds. <laughs> I was going to say I wouldn't take photos of my family with my children riding me like a horse, but I realise that's offensive to log. <laughs> 18 plus for me. I'm just... <laughs> it has to be a funny grown man. going to ride me like a horse. It has yeah. to be... Oh, fuck it. It's not a sexual thing. Anyone can ride me like a horse. Yeah. Fuck you making my life dirty. <laughs> you did. I did when? All of it? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> you spent your entire life making it dirty. <laughs> and now it's time for Steve's regular feature, Steve's Pyramid Adventure. Okay. Hi. I can't believe that wasn't the... <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so, like, geared up for a... Oh. That's the reason why my feature is so short. It's because I was pretty hungover today. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Ooh, check me out. <laughs> Not getting any applause anymore. <laughs> you are standing, we are standing at the entrance to an ancient pyramid that seems to taper off into the hot blue sky like a big brown shovel that's trying to dig heaven a new arsehole. Wow. I wonder how tall this pyramid is. There's literally no way of ever knowing. Well, it's basic geometry, really. If the sides of the pyramid are equal actual triangles, then the height of it is simply... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Then the height is simply one over root two multiplied by the width of the base. Nerds! 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 You're a nerd, Log. You're always coming out of things like that. It, it says everyone joins in calling Log a nerd. Yeah, everyone. They didn't. Can we join in? Yeah. Nerds! <laughs> Idiot. Ah! Guys, stop it. Let's Thank focus you. on the task at hand. This ancient pointy motherfucker and the treasure therein, what is inside of it? My angry guts are aching for treasure, and the only medicine I'm interested in is that good yellow rock known as gold. Treasure is the thing I love. Give me a bead. (laughs) (laughs) Remind me one more time how we ended up here. Well, remember when the ghost of the librarian in the attic of the British Museum handed us that lost scroll? Yeah, and how the scroll led us on an adventure in a sunken colonial ship off the coast of Antigua? Yeah, you remember this right? How we uncovered the wrecked ship and had a fr- 
how we uncovered that the wreck ship had been a front for the East India Company's illegal slave trading operation in the Caribbean. You must remember this. We found a glowing crystal inside the captain's skull, powered by his undying sense of guilt, and slotted it into a nearby palm tree, and the pyramid rose from the ground. That was about 15 minutes ago, Matt. You remember that? We just did it. Yes. Good. Then without further splooge, let's get nuts deep in this mother and scoop us out some raw booty. Agreed. The sooner I can fill my mouth with topaz, the sooner I can spit topaz directly into cash registers to pay for things. (laughs) Regular features bounds up the 1,000 steps leading to the front door of the pyramid, only to be faced with their first proposal. (laughs) (laughs) To get inside... Spelled like that. (laughs) To get inside, they must do a nice sounding harmony with an audience. Uh, oh, nice. Nice. Uh, it's working. It's working. Downstairs. I was really into Anyone it. in the pub now, normally, is just going to be oh, like. Imagine if they came up and what? it was just all of our clothes on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it! <laughs> <laughs> That was genuinely quite good. Yeah, right. That's why I didn't say it's working, because I loved it. <laughs> I, I feel like an earthquake Actually, should I began now. crying towards the end of it. That was, um, oh, just sweating. <sighs> Shall we try and do a minor one now? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Save it for next time. It's working. Regular Features walks into the pyramid's lobby, or whatever it is you call the room at the front of a pyramid. <laughs> a cool breeze flows through it, and there are boulders and sides going absolutely mental <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Why that really tickled me. <laughs> In the middle of all this nonsense is a really big topaz. Oh boy, oh boy. It's huge. <laughs> <laughs> About the size of Log's mouth. <laughs> it's like Piccadilly Circus in here, except for traps. Do you, A, attempt to walk through the dazzling display of razor-sharp scything blades? which shimmer and flash like the silver-toothed grin of the Undertaker. That was my best writing. (laughs) (laughs) Or B, try to stroll through the alley of tumbling boulders, which crunch and grind like massive bowling balls smashing into one another, like like bowling gone wrong. (laughs) Like if everybody in a bowling alley just started throwing their bowling balls at one another at the same time in a way that would get everybody barred from the bowling alley. What you are gonna do? Whoa! Oh, Jesus! Oh, I was saying the words A, B, and Bolden shouting from the audience. This is like the opposite of that harmony, you guys. <laughs> this is discordant, if anything. Right, everyone, do a harmony for A, and then a harmony for B, and we'll work it out that way. I'm into this harmony thing. I don't know what. What we're if doing. it was a one-off? What if we can never do that again? I'm not gonna try. What if we? What if we don't do it? I'm retiring my vocal cords. What if we do do it? Ah, You're not saying A or B. Ah, B. 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 <laughs> Success. <laughs> Log wraps his mouth around the juicy topaz and oh, gestures no. frantically to the rest of the regular features team as the ancient pyramid Baggins to crumble. I guess that's our cue to, to get the Jeff out of here. You don't have to tell me twice. Let's go. Despite now owning the treasure I desire, I struggle to see the point of this adventure. Okay. Not everything in life is done with purpose. And not all purpose is meaningful. Perhaps the meaning is in the doing. 
and maybe the journey is the destination. Wow, that's really profound, Log. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I had a topaz in my mouth. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> That man was really annoyed when I said his children weren't real. <laughs> I that's don't want to know. What the that's an outrageous is. thing to say to a man showing you his children. Yeah. But then I thought, if I'm right, it's an outrageous thing to show a man fake pictures. And to then be f- to be outraged in turn is like sociopath. Self-fulfilling. To be fair, in one of my wallets, I do have a picture of my wife that was taken like six, seven years ago now, but I carry that in my wallet for a long time and I was like, oh, this is a picture of my wife. And it was taken from the Argos catalogue. <laughs> and it was a, 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 a picture of a woman in a child's paddling pool with children from the Argos catalogue. But it is actually, it is actually my wife. Has your wife got a seven-digit code I can press <laughs> into a catalogue checker? You I'm not telling the- you it. <laughs> you married a girl you found in the Argos catalogue. It's quite affordable. She just walked. <laughs> she, she just walked past one day, and you went. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> uh, that's so much funnier than the truth. That yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Did you berate her for not actually having the kids by the paddling pool? <laughs> <laughs> but it is wonderful when you, you get to see the look on people's faces when you just show someone, so this is my wife, and just the, the looking at it and being able to see the, the text and prices around it. <laughs> and just to see that, like, you know, what, what their face does is fucking awesome. <laughs> so good. Try it. Try it. <laughs> Try it. Try marrying a woman <laughs> or a man from a catalogue. That's great. Try it. I, I never knew that. Yeah. You right. married a model? Technically. Shh. Good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for me, uh, for my feature. Who remembers, was anybody here, or who remembers the Christmas show we did? Do you remember anyone the Christmas show where, where... <laughs> did someone just suck? Uh, someone, oh, <laughs> oh, oh not fuck, Christmas. Not again. <laughs> Is it Crangle time again? <laughs> no, no, no. No, not the one in Dalston. That was. No, that was. <laughs> oh, why why that. was the latest Christmas one the least popular Christmas one? How do people remember the Wonder Bros just shout a Brie more than that? I remember the, that was the, the time I hugged you because I saw your world falling apart around your ears. <laughs> like, you can't turn up to a live comedy podcast show and not have anything with you. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it was a, a show where, where Joe had a teleporter. And then, see, the right? technology. <laughs> yeah, oh. you're doing your part really well. I there was, that like, was harmonies again. <laughs> a kind of <laughs> <laughs> wookie so, harmonies. Listen, obviously, like Joe's teleportation device was not working very well, um, and I turned into, been... and I quote, a half fly creature that was Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That... <laughs> Gets somebody's just clocked. Okay, fine. But listen, we've, we've fixed it, but it takes a little longer to go. But you might notice it's not the full complement of people tonight. It's just four of us. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just going to go and try our teleportation device. If you guys could just mm. keep the audience uh, tickled. Yeah. I'll be I wish just, you'd just tell a that story about the bar again. It's been on mothballs, this old teleportation device. So I hope there's no quirky malfunctions that <laughs> come, up, but come about as a result of it being, uh, you know, we haven't cranked that baby up in some time have we it's, it's not making much noise so it seems to be running smoothly why did so many moths start eating the teleporter 
It was made of string. It's just made of <laughs> string and like silky dresses. Bits of old t-shirts. That we have. <laughs> Speaking of which, we have some t-shirts that you uh, you can go oh, to. Uh... Oh, that's that's low. Yeah. That's low. Wow, that's. But yeah, we do. <laughs> and you're not from Australia, which means we get money for them. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Australians. How fucking dare you buy something with, when you're from Australia and not offer to pay you extra for the postage? Seven Fuck pounds. <laughs> so far away. And I can't go there for seven pounds, love, which is bullshit. I love, <laughs> I've got family there. When we're tasked with ad-libbing for 30 seconds, we I start bad-mouthing our readers. <laughs> also, I spat on you a bit there. I apologise. <laughs> we're spitting on each other and pissing <laughs> everyone off. It is like a punk show. We are the spirit of punk. I wish this teleporter would work. Oh, Oh, I I can hear it. It's whirring up. (laughs) For the benefit of the listeners at home, it's the Pope. Hello. (laughs) I'm the Pope. (laughs) This is so weird. I was just in the Vatican doing my... Pope's business. <laughs> and now I'm here. What so kind sorry. is that a cassock? What kind of vestment is that? It's a tablecloth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for everyday use around the Vatican. It's a dress down Friday. Thing. It is a Friday, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> or is it also a time machine? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, why would um, the Pope know you fucking idiot? I don't know the anything Pope about. Doesn't yeah, never I'm, even be near. Before. I just teleported in here. I don't know what's going on. Are you 100 percent Pope, or have you been spliced with anything? I need Pope? to know for the purposes of half Pope. Feature. I know that's I'm, half I'm, or not. Have you been Pope? Oh man! <laughs> um, hello, I'm the Pope. Hello. That is what the Pope does. The Hitler salute. <laughs> I was very young. <laughs> You know he's not the Pope anymore. I know, I know. Okay, but good. it's too good yeah. not to we just chuck it out there. Now. I mean, we right. got you. Yeah, we got me. Thank you, yeah. child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, I'm 30 years old. <laughs> You're not the Pope, though, are you? <laughs> 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 Fucking over a barrel, Steve, mate. Sorry. <laughs> so. Hello. How many times does the Pope say hello before hello <laughs> is officially considered to have been said? Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the Pope's... I've made this a very small font to wear sunglasses. Welcome to the Pope... you're not the Pope! Oh, oh, sorry, it is the Pope. Sorry, sorry. Now that the glasses are back on, it's definitely the yeah, Pope. That's the Pope. <laughs> Welcome to the Pope's annual Vatican AGM. Everywhere the Pope go, it's Vatican, baby. That's the saying. That's what the saying goes. Which means tonight... Everybody here is an official member of the Vatican. I like, yeah, let's get some, some Vatican do attitude. Come on. Butcher. That's right, yeah. motherfuckers. Some Woo! Ooh, what's the Pope hat going? It's fine. I know how to use my own hat. <laughs> right, so it did just sound like there was some women in the crowd. Uh, yeah, so for the sake of uh, Vatican consistency, as we call it, um, <laughs> <laughs> this is, is, if this is a running theme, I'm all in. I will, I I'd will. still be a Catholic if this was how the church was. <laughs> I don't know. I wish it was. Uh, I'm going to have to ask uh, all of the, the women in the audience to pretend to be small boys 
Um, just for the keep it simple. Um, but it ain't a papal party for one. I'm joined by uh, Pope Finder General, John. Oh! Uh, Sub-Pope Lieutenant Stephen. Hey. And uh, Head of Papal Business Development, Joe. <laughs> and uh, yeah, obviously all good Bible yeah. names. Yeah. Oh, boys. Yeah. Boys. We can poop today. Yeah. Uh, if you if you look underneath, you you should find uh, the, the AGM notes, uh. so we can just begin this meeting. Some of this is going to be quite tedious, so if you just just bear with us here. <laughs> so you got you good to grips with the, the agenda, my temporary Pope surrogates. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now that you've all glanced over the agenda. Um, I think you'll agree we've we've got a, quite a lot to get through here tonight at the AGM. Um, let's just dive in. Oh, can't we do a communion first? You heard the Pope. We haven't got time. But it's not fair. I want communion. <sighs> All right, fine. Um, I'll get the communion bag, okay? Oh, can we have special communion, please, Daddy Pope? <laughs> <laughs> no. You, you can have a normal communion like normal Catholic grown-ups. But it's not Fine, fine. You can have special communion. Yeah! Yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pope, 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 communion. All right, all right. Jesus' blood. You've got wine. Jesus' blood. You've got wine gums. (laughs) And then we've got wafer thin mints. Straight over here. So just, just, it's an AGM, so make sure everybody just... Keep a lid on it. (sighs) Yes, no, yeah, no, no, not keep a lid on it. The opposite of that. Do what Jesus would have done. Turn it into water and wine and get that shit out of there. It's the body of Christ, you guys. Mm. Fucking pay some respect. So, Stephen, like um, <laughs> can you start us off with point A on the agenda, please? Right, point A. So, churches. Why is churches so shit and boring? That's not in the agenda notes. Who, who changed the agenda notes? It's true, though. Churches are shit and boring. And why do we have to always wear these weird golden dresses? This is outrageous. I want you both to apologize to the Pope and then to God and then to Jesus and then to me. <laughs> also, I've had an idea for a new app called Popham, which priests Popper. Is it called is that Popper or Popham? Popham, sorry. Also, I've had a new idea for an app called Popper, which priests can use to loosen their bum holes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, let's just let's just carry on. Look, point B, point B. How do we stop the rest of the world banging on about how the Vatican is corrupt and has a history of secretly diddling kids? Well, just wait. Could we? One sec. Could we stop doing it? <laughs> Any other ideas? <laughs> All right, one for the back burner. Yeah, agenda uh, point C, agenda point C. Cool new hymns. Who has any, any cool, cool new hymns? hymns? Yeah, any cool yep. new hymns. Yep. Actually, I heard quite the doozy of a hymn the <laughs> other week. Right. Oh, yeah? What was that? I heard it too, Mr. Sub-Pope Lieutenant. <laughs> Don't tell him, Pike. <laughs> <laughs> Two, three, four... All bums shite and spewtiful. I'd like to lick them all. Dum-dum-dum. Todger's wide and beautiful. My chode is like St. Paul's. All right, no. <laughs> and now I know who engraved that into the back of the lectern. See me just after this, John, if you would. <laughs> anyway, Stephen, can we go on to wider concerns? What, wider than my beautiful chode? 
Yes, Joe, because God is bigger than any individual dick, even mine. Stephen, <laughs> I, expect, I expect better from I'm, you. I'm sorry, Pope, I'm sorry. The wider interests means uh, the, the rest of the world, Joe. You know, it's, uh, God is everywhere, almighty, and uh, it gives generously to those who believe in him. Even if there's no evidence to suggest that any of it's faintly true? <laughs> even if there's no evidence to suggest that any of it is, is faintly, faintly true, yeah. So, if God's everywhere... And you're God's representative on Earth. That means you're responsible for all of humanity. I am. And by extension, you are too. So, we collectively need to make reparations on a global scale for all transgressions and atrocities and work towards establishing world forgiveness and peace. That's right, Joe. But thankfully, everything in the world is fine. Uh, Well, not quite everything, actually. You got a report last night that an amateur podcast has done wrong by their audience for years with no explanation or any kind of apology. <gasps> it says everyone gasps. So if you... <gasps> Even me, I just said it. Why am I gasping? Yeah. <laughs> what could possibly be more bad? Oh, I heard about this. So they set up a Patreon page and told everyone who signed up to support the podcast that they'd receive a birthday card in return. And then they honestly did it every month for maybe four months. And then it turned out to be far too much work. And so they just sort of stopped. Six months at least. (laughs) I'm really hard. (laughs) That's genuinely unconscionable. Couldn't they just have sent everyone a card out in one big go and then be done with it forever? That was their plan, yeah, for about two Solid years, and then they never really got around to it. What an awful bunch of lazy Judans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I had to read ahead for that as well. So I just... uh, I'm going to read the rest of the sentence because I don't think it's what everyone thought it meant. <laughs> yes. But that's like a cross between a lazy Susan and Judas. I invented it. Yeah, well, I, I, I can see that you've invented that, Steve. That's, that's point E on the agenda. We're going to talk about that. Uh, but, but, but listen these awful pod boys have done a huge wrong to god to the world to themselves to itunes as well i guess probably but we as the vatican wield the ultimate power of god's forgiveness a level 999 spell that cannot be blocked or deflected unless you've equipped a jesus cape or a genesis shield in which case it has one in 20 chance of failing exactly Exactly. So we, as the Vatican, that akin, have the supreme power to say once and for all that it's okay that the podcast never sent out all of those cards and that they can move on and feel forgiven. And legally and morally, no one would have grounds to feel aggrieved about it or, frankly, even mention it again. Exactly. (laughs) Especially not on Patreon. Exactly. (laughs) So, as the Vatican, can we have a vote? Stop. No, this is wrong. We have a responsibility. Look around the room. Look into the eyes of those fine Catholic men and women and young boys with their nice hair and (laughs) unusual curves. We must uphold the Vatican traditions. Oh, oh, you mean, um, you mean corruption? Absolutely. Fine. All right. Look, if everybody here agrees that the Regular Features podcast is eternally forgiven in the eyes of God, all humans, and probably space, then everyone here can, can 
Just take as many custom regular features birthday cards and envelopes as they want. <laughs> the benefits of the readers, there's shitloads of cards on the stage that we never send to you. <laughs> there's more than there are people in the room. Yeah, so, you can uh... literally take like, you know, five or six and just... You know. So, does everybody agree? Yeah. Well, I guess that's that whoa, whoa, whoa. settled by... <laughs> I guess that's that settled. Uh, that sounds very settled to me. Everyone what? at home, do you guys agree? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was talking to the guys at home. I can hear the readers, though, through the power of God. <laughs> I can hear a million beautiful harmonies <laughs> across the streets of London. They're sad. <laughs> that was a bad the readers one. Readers are sad. Went, but went they south, agree. didn't it? Went south. And that's all the Pope time we've got Pope time for. Let's cap it off with a prayer to our Lord, who's here. Not Jesus. Close. Judas. Jeeves. What are you saying? Jeeves? That's a website man. He does websites. They tried to compete with Google, but they couldn't. It was just the butler. He's unemployed Jesus. now. He's dead now. Anyway, um, God is, is here tonight with us in this room. Ladies and gentlemen. I could feel his presence. I present to you, <laughs> God. <laughs> Our Father, who art an onion, hallowed be thy skin. You are an onion. You are an onion. Onion. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against you. The onion. And, and lead, lead us, us not into, into temptation, temptation, but deliver us an onion. For you are an onion, an onion and an onion, forever an onion. I'm onion. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I've got to go, but do enjoy those cards and just forgive those podcast boys because they're idiots. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> He spilt some liquid and it feels like I'm in Final Destination. <laughs> I say, yeah, and the Pope has to come back and clean up the mess that he made. <laughs> it's not much liquid that one drop can kill. Could you use that fucking tablecloth? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was Regular Features Live. Thank you all for right. coming. Guys, Italy. <laughs> I ate 12 pizzas. How are you? He's that fucker, isn't he? <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. We'll see you downstairs for a lovely time. Love you a great Thank deal. Thank you for coming. Bye. Bye. Bye.